so this is episode one of my new podcast i have no name just yet but something will come to me eventually hopefully <laughs> uh i was brainstorming topics and i'll come up with something about i got to a football game earlier so i was like mm, let me just talk about football so i am a fan of man united and i say well you know i could just do a squad breakdown you know my thoughts on the this thing recording still but yeah <laughs> my thoughts on the 11 and the squad in general were like transfer um transfers i would make or outgoings i would make you know just yeah my thoughts my thoughts because you know i have real thoughts so I'm gonna pull up this squad here. Mm. And honestly, I think this squad need like the only okay, the only man that well only man that guaranteed that I think will should have guaranteed spots in eleven is Right now, we're just sure. There's Sandro Martinez. And ties about it really, you know, I find, I will probably Anthony too, because you have a real profile, but like, that squad need real work. Real work. So, starting with, <clears throat> just now, I'm put it like this. Sorting it, position-wise. So, Tommy Tan, first and foremost, uh, he's just a backup, you know. There are no expectations, but, uh, I would have played him in some cup games here and there. You know, because I really, I'm not, I, I'm not a fan at all of the hair. Not at all. That terrorist. <laughs> but I think, I think well, I could remember seeing Tommy playing preseason. I think and he was decent and he was decent. He should have played some cups. Then, Butlan. Not too long ago, the hair dropped like the worst performance ever versus Sevilla. And I was of the belief that then actually I dropped him after that and just play Butland for like a two three games because I know well I can recall when he used to play in the Premier League with Stoke and he was he was decent, he was a good prospect, you know, like men wanted him. And he just never moved and he just stagnated to ever and that was the level, but uh, I would I'd like to see him a little more, you know. Now with David Day out here. I think that he's way too limited to ever be like what we need in goal. He's not good at his feet. He's short-stopping below average. Well, I don't even know if it's below average, but it's it definitely not more than average. Ever since like, what, 2018 somewhere. And he's just like, just a poor player. He's, he's a coward. He don't clean crosses. Just... It just makes me sick, but I don't, I don't even... I don't want to talk about him no more. I don't want to talk about him no more, but he need to leave. He need to leave. And ideally, the club sign Diogo Costa. But if that's not possible, I would just run Henderson and go for all season and reassess the situation next year, July now, in the new transfer window. Because, like, the, the I honestly believe, like, this squad... Well, yeah, next year so, you would see a huge improvement even with a, a very average keeper. Just one of the right profile. It'd be, even have to be like world class. Just like, want to know what you're doing? 
and you will see so much improvement in the defense as well because then you'll be able to push a higher line, uh, defensive line because you keep able to sweep on them kind of thing. He don't come off the line at all, but he man, he's, he's a real coward. He's a real coward. Then it's a man like Brandon Williams, who um I would look to move on because they don't play, they don't play, and the the growing old last. So just trying to get a transfer fee for them, something like about twenty million or a little less. Yeah, just get them out. You know, no Harry Maguire. Uh I think he should leave. I was well. I am a fan of his profile. You know, I like Paul playing centre backs. And I think he he in the prime he was a good one, but I think he declined. And the tempo of the game probably held too fast for him. That is why he just like make them little mistakes and them thing now. Like, well, in my opinion, when he rush him, you know. So, I think he should move on. Between he and Lindelof, I think he'd probably you'd probably be able you'd probably be able to get a bigger fee for him than Lindelof. But yeah, I'll move him on. But we need a replacement. I see the club was linked to Kim Jin May. I think that's his name. But anyways, that um, Korean centre back from Napoli, and I watched him in Champions League and the other Serie A game and. He looked good. I actually think he stylistically similar to Maguire. Just physically quicker. And um he aggressive as well. So with okay, let me say he was to come in now. I think a pair in he and Martinez would be good, but as two of them aggressive. Like a quick striker, like let's say Haaland or Prime Vardy or something. I think he would have uh, liked to be against that pair because too aggressive and they're pushing up and you know you just like run in behind and I think yeah that would be an issue having two of them as aggressive as they are as a pair. So that again then again too that is um that's why I think the keeper position is so important like they need a super keeper United. So uh, yeah I'd, I'd bring back and listen you know get rid of the hair Please. <laughs> and then um next is Lindelof. I think he's a he he underrated. He's a decent player, you know. He's he's not really like the best defensively. But on the ball again, he's not the best, but he have a little um, progressive carry here and there. I like it. Like it every now and again, you know. I would I I, I even think like he need to move on. I would I would keep him in the squad, but I remember reading a couple of times that he he want to move on because like he want to play first team football, you know, and he exactly getting younger, you know. So yeah, I would I would move him on if he if a decent offer come. And now is Malaysia. And honestly, like if if possible, I would alone him out because. He very raw. Like he yeah, had moments of quality and thing, but like he's had these moments where I don't know but like if they call it like a brain fat or whatever, but he's having them too often I find like he come from the Eredivisie, you know, it's not really like a league with real, real quality. I mean it have good youngsters and thing and well it's a is a a technical league but the is our golfing 
technical quality between that league and the Premier League. And I think, yeah, he... Well, I guess this probably, well, is the season of adaptation for him, but I, I don't really like him too much as a player just yet. He's real raw. He's making real mistakes, I find. But it have promising signs, though. Like, I like the intensity that he does bring, but I find he, um, he too stiff, too. Like, he body type. I guess that's probably, like, a plus in some instances, but if I was here, I'd probably slim down a little bit. He's moved real stiff on the um on the ball, like when he turning on him kind of thing. And next is Juan Bisaka. I would sell him, like no questions asked. I believe that the only okay, let me start with the positives. He could he's a good one one v one defender, and he's a surprisingly good um ball carrier like <laughs> aesthetically I guess like it gets similar to Martinelli like they just dribble so ugly but like they don't know what they're doing so the opposition as well don't know what they're doing and it just kind of work out and I think that is with the positive stop I don't think he could well I don't think he does defend coordinated with the rest of the back line and I think that is lead that is lead to him well the right side being targeted a little more. And then well you see him make these tackles every now and again. Which does lead to the praise. Yeah, because Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um as I was yeah, I don't think he is defending sync with the backline. I think he does have like these lapses in concentration. And, like, he, he, he don't know how to defend space. Because not all the time you really need to make, like, this tackle, you know. And then, like, you, you tackle the man whatever, and then the ball go out for a train, and then, well, rinse and repeat. You know? Sometimes you just defend the space, let him pass the ball back wherever. And, yeah, that is it. Like, you don't necessarily need to make a tackle whoever one interception to be a good defender, I think. Yeah, you could just defend the space. And, well, you have a back post problem as well. You don't, um... You don't contest crosses like that, so you know a good a good um interpreter space could exploit that, and well we see that plenty times, plenty times already, men dunking on him. So yeah, I think um well since January yeah, I'll up in form. And um, probably increase. I don't even have to say increase the value, you know, because when you buy a player or when you're selling a player, you would at least try to make even, break even, however. And he, he cost 50 million. I don't think in 2022 20, last year, let's say beginning of last year, not last year, sorry, beginning of the season last year, I don't think nobody would have paid that fee for him. So he value probably around, about like around 30 million somewhere. I think I think United should use this upcoming window as an opportunity to get, get rid of him while the stocks are high now because. I don't... Because he's done, like, well, how much is he is? He's 25, turning 26. And I don't think he have much improvement to do again. I think he is what he is right now. And, yeah, you know, he should just use that... To, um, use the opportunity to get a dime. Get a nice little fee. And get, like, a right back who could deputize for Dalat better. Or let Dalat be the deputy. And um, get a first choice right back. I see, like, these ping pong links. But I don't know how to feel about that. But... 
you know, I, I will enter. Um, I don't want no cereal, you know, but <laughs> I'd be curious to see how that will go. If it's the right back position, I like Dalot. Well, Dalo or whoever as a player, but he kind of old too. again old. He's 24. And I think by now, players, they're just marginally, well, the average player is marginally improved. I don't think he would get much, much better than what he is right now. And he's a decent player right now, but he's kind of inconsistent. Pre-World Cup, he was like top five in the league. Probably even in the world. Like, he was that... He, on, the man was... He was on a hot streak of him. <laughs> you know, and then after the World Cup, he just kind of died down and he just got back to his little inconsistency. He little inconsistent self, you know, like moments of qualities, but little, like also lapses in concentration and... Yeah, boy. But I'm a boy, though. Like, I didn't really too many now coming. And, um, he, I think, all really ruined the development. All signed one Bissaka for, like, 50 million. And even when he was playing shit, like, old, I think because of he probably started with Ola just shoehorning him into every game because of that. And, like, yeah, he never utilized um, Dalot properly. And that kind of, um, so in development, I think he, he could be a much better player today. If he if these circumstances was different under a different manager or in a different team or something. But I like him, I like him, I like Dalat, I like Dalat. And then Raphael Varan. Now I understand the man he have a big reputation. You know, repu- his reputation precedes him. But Honestly, I, I would... I don't think we could get rid of him this upcoming transfer, you know, because I, like... He had to prioritize your, um, your decisions and thing. He, what I will say is, he's a good box defender. He really dominant, you know, he could tackle men. He does defense pace well. He's a good defender, but... He, he's an old school defender, I'll say that, yes. But, like, after that, I think he very shit on the ball. He very... Where's the word? He, he composed, but he too... I don't, I don't know if to say, like, he body... Oh, he, um, he body type has something to do with it, but, like, he very stiff on the ball. He can't... He progressive passes. is not all that. You know, like, I find every time he get the ball, is he that side was so backwards, he just pass it. And like when he do try to play it forward, it hit to uh, eh, bring bring me that Korean fella from um Napoli, Kim K KMJ. Yeah, bring me that fella. Bring me that fella, please. <laughs> I find like the whole United well, United Spine, the only players on the ball who's like net positives. Not even on the ball, just in general. There's net positives. For a possession-based system, is Martinez in the spine, eh? Just Martinez, like okay, so striker, mid midfielders, defense, center defenders, and goalkeeper. Yeah, it's just it's just Martinez. But in general, in the whole team, I I'd include Shaw. Well, starting eleven, I'd I'd say uh, Martinez and Shaw, and then probably Sancho too if you include him in eleven, and Anthony. Yeah, apart from that, everybody, and probably Dalla too. Yeah, apart from that, everybody, every other player, shaky. Like, I don't think 
they could dominate a team with only five, six, no, about five men. Yeah. I don't think they could dominate a team with only five higher players being competent on the ball. That's a big issue. That's a big problem. And that's, that's why United just playing transition football like right through. Man. It very Thomas, depending on the opposition. And also, I would upgrade on Varane this season with just now. Kim Minji, yes. I would upgrade with Kim Minji. Although his age eh, Kim Minji, I'll talk about it. I think he's like twenty seven somebody. And I would have preferred somebody a little younger. Like twenty three, twenty four, like just the good and the end time, the prime. Kim Minji, he any prime already, so United might get he might they might get a good few years all time. But I, I think in longevity now, but like, I like, I would like to get like at least five good years. And, you know, I think you probably get out still, but if a man is like 23, you're going to, you're potentially getting 10 years basically. So I would, I would rather that. Like, if Timba was like, Timba is like five foot nine, five foot ten, somebody. If Timba was like six foot two, that'd be, that, that'd be so, so good. Because, like, I remember reading well reading that the the links now last year when United wanted him, and then I was I was I was not a YouTube scout. I try and watch like the full games, <laughs> full games. Sorry, well some Champions League games and thing, you know, and um some Eredivisie games here and there. I ain't gonna lie, I use YouTube sometimes, but like I try and watch like the extended clips now, not just like um. A fifteen second clip. I just like the best moment. I, I I like to see the whole sequence. And like the man is a real intelligent player. I like how he is like don't mind he's how much I say like five foot nine, five foot ten, somebody like he does you could still dunk on him and thing, but like on the ball, like he does use that low center gravity to your advantage with the dribbling, with the turning. Cause he, he could he could he could like receive on the half turn real good half and like get the ball and turn quick and and Pass it off or dribble, whatever. I like that about him. And yeah, he's a he's a competent defender, you know. I like him, but with him and Martinez, uh, that pairing could work in the Eredivisie, but I don't think I don't think it could it, it could work in England. Uh, I would I was approaching it like a more either or kind of situation. Like if you had to play one, at, well, you could only probably play one of them in England and make it work. But I think it could work if um Tim is right back. So I, I wouldn't mind that, you know, you sell one bisak or whatever, you drop Dalat to rele- relegate him to bench, and then you play Timba, because I think Timba is um, better on the ball than Dalat in the um first and second phase. So yeah, you put Timba as the right back who inverted, coming into midfield, and, um well, Martinez, left centre-back, Kim Minji, right centre-back, Shaw, left-back, Pushing up, you know. I think that'd be um, uh, is that is that a title winning backline? I don't know. Question, <laughs> it's questionable. Cause like, well, I don't know if it's too soon to call Kim Minji world class, but he looked good. He looked good when I watched the Champions League and the um the odd Serie A game, you know. 
He's like, he, he tall, he's, he tall, he's like six foot three somebody. You know, so he, that could compensate for the lack of height on, um, well, either side I'm. And Shaw, Shaw kind of tall too. I think Shaw is like six foot, yeah. So yeah, mm, it could work, man, it could work. And then, well, my my choice would be, um, what's his name? Diogo Costa Angle or Henderson for far, far one season or two season. And yeah, I think United could do something with that. And then, um, Lissandro, I like him. I was a little skeptical of him in the early like before um, the transfer was complete. Because I think, in, like, as a centre back, well, I watched him in the Champions League as well, and he was decent. You know, but I think, in, well, you as a centre back in the Premier League, especially, like, this physicality thing is not, it's not a joke. <laughs> you know? Calvert Lewin, Haaland, Watkins, you know, these men, they're running at you like dogs. And you know, the, the will here. Pause. What? <laughs> but you only own most of the time. Because sometimes, sometimes, like, you really see limitations as a player especially um when he had a defense space like for example um that that salah when he's seven nil salah turn him inside out um for one of them goals yeah i think he in that same bracket that center back well same bracket a defender like um kunde where they have short legs so like the car defend big space is good so for for a high line, uh, a little warier. But I think once you put like, power, well, put like taller, faster players next to them, this should be good. But on the ball, he's cash money. Like top five in the world. Well, top five centre backs in the world. He and Paul Torres. Ah. Ah. I know the, the chef's kiss day. <laughs> yeah, he and Paul Torres. It's a shame two of them left footed. You know, you could have a Paul Torres and Martinez partnership but yeah i like him i like him you know he's kind of young too he's like 25 so we have a we haven't we should have him for a little while again you know i like him then um look sure i was i was very critical of sure in the early because he was very injury prone nah i lie when he didn't know come 2014 somebody when van Albaim? 2013 or 2014 2014 yeah 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 yeah, I did rate him, you know. He was exciting. Because he had an initial... The first season was a little inconsistent, a little shaky. But his second season, right before he broke his leg, he was, he was him. I think he was like 20 as well. You know, he was real quick. He was going forward. He was defending. Like, the man was real bad. And then in um, the Champions League game versus PSG, at, what a man, it was a Mexican fella. I forget his name. I don't want to say Hector Herrera. I don't think it was Hector Herrera. But one of the men broke his leg. And I think because of that, I don't know. Oh, nah. I don't think, I don't know if to say for sure because of that, Taiwai, um, he body kind of, he transformed, he, well, he body transformed to being a more stocky kind of build. But that definitely had something to do with it, I think. And it take away some of his, um, he top speed. I think he still have the acceleration, but he top speed. 
Yeah. But overall, I like him. I like Shaw as a player and he's technical. He gain up on the other side. He's 27. You know, hopefully, Malasia can kind of emulate the game a little bit. I would like that because I find Malasia lacking technical qualities. He had the dog in him for sure, but on the ball and thing. Uh, <laughs> and then next is Kobe Mainu. I like Kobe Mainu as a player. He's very technically gifted. He's physically gifted as well. You know, he's not at all though. He's, he's like five, what, about five, nine, five, eight, somewhere. But you can't bully him off the ball. At youth level, I, I watch him at youth, le- youth level. Ten, I never really play him enough at um, senior level to really make a final assessment of how he would be at senior level. But youth level, the man, the man real bad. I don't think he would be like people just compare him to Pogba. But I see people compare him to Pogba just because like I don't want to say just because the black and the gifted from United Academy whatever, but like yeah, I think that is yeah. I feel like where the comparisons come from, but he's to me he more of an actual um double pivot player than Pogba. I think he defensively competent. He could probably even play like a single pivot, like as a six and, and look good still. And actually be like, can actually drop to receive the ball, turn, play passes, tackle. Good. I I think yeah. I think I think he could do them thing. And should he? No. I well I I wouldn't develop him as a six. I would play him as a either as a pivot player, but like the, not the deeper one, the more advanced one, or as in a in a midfield tree. As the one that mainly staying in the middle of the field, not the not the most advanced one, like not the eight the eight ten hybrid. I play my six eight hybrid, you know, deep, um, receive like dribbling the ball out of pressure, controlling tempo. Like I I feel that he game, not necessarily like trying to crash the box and score on them kind of thing. I don't think that he game. Van der Beek, uh, I would sell Van der Beek. I think the window for he to be, uh United. Well, I established United player pass. I don't think he was utilized properly on that old, Oli, Oli, whatever you want to call him, old soldier. Yeah, I think he misprofiled him. You know? I don't think he's, um. well, he's a 10, a number 10. But I don't think we, well, played the kind of football that he um would, flour- would, would have flourished in, you know? He's not a, I don't think he's at yeah, he's not a transitional player. He's more like settled possession. And them third man runs from the midfield. You know, goes in through the defense and then scoring them one time finishes on the die heat game. And we never really we never even to today, even with Tenag, you know, we still not that kind of team. So his profile is not necessarily needed in the squad. It's a shame because like I did like it. Well, I like him as a player. I like I like unique profiles. I like men who like they're different, you know? No matter the quality, like, even if they're not necessarily the best player, but they're just different, you know, they had a own identity, whatever, you know? Like, I like him and Mola, I, 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 as I do that um, comparison in my head sometimes, and, yeah, I would sell him. Probably, yeah, top Bundesliga team himself, <laughs> but, yeah, probably I'll 20 million, you know, recoup some funds, and then, uh, Sabitza, I would not renew, well, I would not sign Sabitza, and I put him in a deal. I don't think he's... He's... First of all, he's 29. 
And then after that, I don't think he really have a, a role. Well, should. I don't think he should have a role in the 11. Like, like so we sign him, right? What exactly going to do? Because, to my knowledge, he's a kind of the one I'm supposed to have in him, kind of man. He playing anyway, but I, 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 I believe he's um, naturally a right winger. And we don't necessarily need... Well, I think we need a right winger to deputize for Anthony, but not him. And... He not he don't really excel at anything I find. Well, so far at United. I don't know, I, I would not renew him. I would not. Uh McTominay. I like like as I said earlier, I like men with unique profiles. I think McTominay, he's not necessarily an, a unique profile, but he's he and Van de Beek similar in the in the in the sense that I think the best in the final third, crashing the box. I think McTominay genuinely good at ball striking. It is sent at interpreting space, you know, like knowing where to run, time and he runs and everything. I think he would, at a mid-table club, he would shine. And I think he's a victim of his physique. Him being like six foot three, six foot four, however tall he is. And being like, Athletic, I think yeah, that that lead to men. Well, coaches putting him down as a um as a defensive midfielder or like as a ball winner. When that is not, I mean, like he do it, and some games he look good, he look alright, whatever. But like that is not necessarily game playing him in these deeper positions where he technical ability would be like a little more crucial because you know like a deeper you have to pass the ball more and him kind of thing. He's not a behind the ball player. He's a in front of the ball player. So yes, he was misprofiled by Mourinho slash Ole, and that just led to the fans expecting him to be good at something that he not necessarily ties not a game. So I mean, like I used to hate him too, ah, eh? not necessarily hate, but like dislike him, yeah. But like as a growler, and not even not even just like read about football or like listen to other people talk about it or whatever but like just watching the game for myself and watching what players good at what a what a week at and then watching what the coach asking them to do and you could see like the you could see the difference in like a player actually being shit which I don't think in the Premier League at least that many men are shit. Maybe one in how much one one in how much ever but like I think in the Premier League, yeah, like every player, to just to be at that level, they're very good. And they just misprofiled most of the, well, like 99% of the time, they're just misprofiled. You know, you just put the player in the right team, in the right, in the right role, and they will shine, I think, seven times out of ten. <laughs> so, yeah, I think McTominay was misprofiled. You know, I think like if you could have go back in time, play him as an um, attacking midfielder, however. Or like in a midfield three as the most advanced one, just freedom to run. Yeah, I think he would uh, he would uh, be good. Yeah. Uh Fred. I would move on, Fred. You know, if um potentially if if the team could, and I would bring in Kakari. You know, I think they're very similar. I think he's a, a very good Fred, a good version of Fred. Yeah, ball winner, energetic. Kind of short too. 
you know, um, I think he's a better passer than Fred. Again, yeah. So I, w- I would move on, Fred, if the opportunity arises. I would bring in Kakari because I think he's cheap too. I think Leon, go- Leon going through something, no? Like, finances-wise. I could be wrong. I could be mixing him up with something else. But, like, I would bring him in. I think he's an upgrade on Fred. Same profile. And I think every squad need that kind of... Well, need a player like that who... They don't mind, like, doing the physical work as in the running around, tackling men, pressing... They're not necessarily, they're not there to pass, like the design midfield, but they're not there to play midfield and pass the ball and control the tempo and they're just there to like disrupt the opposition midfielder from doing them things now. So like even Fred does do that, like, well, we see in the past, you know, Fred man-marking men, specifically, he coming on off the bench, you know, like when the tempo at the game high, it's not necessarily going in United favour, they bring on Fred to nullify um, the opposition midfield, you know, attempt to nullify the opposition midfield. It's hit or miss sometimes, you know, I ain't gonna lie, but I've I read the um the profile. Next is um Casemiro. Let me just start by saying that I think this deal should not have been done. You know, I I respect the player, you know, your achievements and them kind of thing, but you gotta be real at the end of the day, right? Yes, he's an improvement on United midfield, you know, I'm not, I'm not telling you no. But you had to also say like at what cost because he cost 70 million he's 30 30 years 31 years somebody i think he's 31 and you're on a five-year contract and i'm not too sure how high he wages is but economically that was a very bad deal and i think the money could have been could have been spent better because okay 70 million right last year when United buy him, well, when they was about to buy him, Caicedo was not going to cost 70 million. United should have just buy Caicedo. And just... He wouldn't... He probably wouldn't... I think Casemiro has been good when he play. But... He, um... What to say it, boy? Yeah, he flaws. It is not easy flaws and thing when we're trying to play possession-based football. Especially, like, he have a trampoline touch <laughs> and he personal inconsistent and that is why he's be fouling so much men and picking up all them yellows because he will he will receive the ball ever either take a shit first touch or like try a, a pass that he should not be trying or probably he do have the technique to complete the pass to execute it and then like it will go bad and then opposition man get the ball triple whatever and he will try to chop down the man and get a yellow you know, and we did see that all too much often, but uh, I think he game heavily really on at athleticism. Athleticism and I don't think he um he gonna be that much athletic for much longer. He's like thirty one. I think this was a very I think this was a very poor transfer. You know? And well I I, I don't like football culture these days. The fans and all like because a man do good at our next club, that mean you have to back him. Like, watch Messi at PSG. How Mendes, well, not PSG fans, but how outsiders just look at what's going on at that club and say, oh, but how, how they could be booing Messi, whatever. Well, PSG fans, how they could be booing Messi when the World Cup? You know, we do all this at Barca, I think, thing. He never, he never put in them performances with PSG to warrant this, this, um, 
this blind backing. And I, I, I subscribe to that mentality. I'm not going to blindly back men like Ian Varane and, well, Ronaldo when he was there just because the win things at other clubs. I'm not doing that. I think this is a very poor transfer, you know. And, yeah. Um, this will be part one. Part one, yeah. Because I don't want to do something. So, part two coming soon, you know. Yeah, it was, it was, I don't know what to say what it was now because I thought it might have been better, but I find something real weird. I don't work on my um, oral skills. Pause. <laughs> just, um, because it kind of weird. I just in my room here, just by myself, just talking to my phone, you know. I don't upgrade my, my grammar. I don't talk better, yeah. And I don't got actual um actual mic. Probably rent a studio or something. So yeah, cause I don't know but like my life right now with no no structure, no direction. I just doing anything. So I might as well just document it. 